powerful message. I believe what you say of me. And this whole month we've been talking about a generous life. And I believe the reason we can be generous is because what he does in us. And he gives us um, that ability to uh, give more from ourselves. So good morning. Good to see everyone this morning. I'm Mike Bailey, pastor here at Gaten, and we are finishing up our series on generous life. And uh, we started out with being generous with your time and uh, how can you give of yourself. Uh, then we went on last week to talk about generous with our gifts, the importance of unity in our gifts, and uh, how each one of us, God has equipped us and given us something that empowers us to be part of the body. And today we're looking at generous with our treasures. Generous with our treasures. And so, what goes along with that is, um, I was thinking about some of the things I do in my life, and uh, that align with that, and uh, I thought about this game that my family plays, Life. How many of you guys have ever played Life? Alright, so, you know, that if you haven't played, I'll give you a synopsis. Um, the idea is, is you start out with a car, <laughs> and you pick out your little piece, and you go down um, this map, and in the map there are good things that give you money. And there are bad things that take away your money. Um, you can decide whether you want to go into college, and you randomly chance to pick your career. And you go through this game, and um, it's funny how things happen. I played with my dad once, and he lived in a shack, but he had two yachts. So that was an interesting setup. But when you get to the end of the game, the whole goal is uh, you get to the retirement home, and you cash everything in. And whoever has the most money wins. And think about that for a minute. You know? Think about that concept, just for a second. And uh, as I was thinking about it for myself, I thought that you probably renamed the game Life Without Jesus. Right? Life Without Jesus. Because it's interesting, even in the game, you can land on one of the negative spaces because it takes your money away, but it says give a certain amount to an orphanage. And that's seen as a negative, because if really the goal for all of us is to accumulate wealth and stuff, and then kind of cash it in at the end, um, it really devalues a lot of things about life. And so this morning, I want to dive into that question, what do I treasure? What is my treasure? What is your treasure? Um, and how is that playing out in your life today? Where your treasure is, your heart will also be, is what we're told and we're going to look at. Um, where's your heart and where's your treasure and uh, how can we be healthy in that in our lives? So before we look to God's word, I'd like to precede it with prayer. If you would pray with me, please. Heavenly <clears throat> Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for the rain that brings life. Uh, we thank you that you have created this wonderful place for us to live and Lord, we ask that your will would be done here this morning. We ask that you would show us what it is you have for us uh, in these words. We thank you, Lord, um, that you directed Matthew to write things for us today. And, and you directed Luke for us to read and to understand our place in, in your world. And uh, Lord, we pray, Lord, that you would um, help us to navigate that this morning. That it wouldn't just be thoughts and ideas, but it would be your spirit revealing things to us. And Lord, I pray that um, you would protect our minds from being distracted into other things. You would protect our minds from um, not focusing in on what you have for us. That our minds would be completely focused in to what you have. And, and Lord, I pray that you would um, help us um, to repent of things, maybe, Lord, that we've held a little bit too high. 
maybe things that we have treasured that we shouldn't have treasured. Uh, and Lord, help us to be willing to hand that over to you this morning uh, and forgive us of that. And so, Lord, now we want to look into your words. We want to know you better. We want to understand life. We came here to worship you and to know you and, and to be in relationship. And so we ask you to do that. We ask that you would speak directly to all of us, um, guide our thoughts and everything now in Jesus' name. Amen. This morning we'll be looking at Matthew chapter 6, uh, verses 19 through 21. If uh, you don't have a Bible with you, we'd love to get you one, uh, but it will also be on the screen as we go uh, through this. A background, I've shared this before, Matthew was a tax collector. Um, basically in that time, in that place, the tax collector would make their money by, uh, they would get the amount they need from the Romans, they would go out and they would charge uh, the Hebrews a certain amount and then whatever the difference was, they kept and so uh, for a tax collector to say anything about wealth or money was a bit hypocritical. And so the fact that Matthew was willing to record these teachings that Jesus gives about their treasures and our wealth and these things is impressive and, and gives us some, some, uh, some view on where he's coming from. Um, and also, as we look at this, this is basically uh, Jesus has come up onto the mountain uh, where he gives the, the Beatitudes. He's giving the sermon. This is uh, a place of teaching towards the middle when he begins to deal with how we live our lives, what we do with the things in our lives. And uh, what he teaches us is important in life. And so Matthew chapter 6, verse 19, here's what it says. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth. And uh, as I was thinking about this, I thought about the idea, and I think most of us can relate to this, is at some point, uh, do you own your stuff or does your stuff own you? Right? Do you own your stuff or does your stuff own you? Do you have your job to pay for the debt that you have in something else? And it, it becomes this kind of cycle in life. And Jesus is revealing to the, to the audience that um, you have an option. You can invest in this world and you can build your treasures into this world and, and you can try to accumulate that up. But there's a problem um, that this all comes to an end and that there is uh, everything kind of ages and, and it can be stolen. Um, I was listening to an audio book with my kids, and it was the Hardy Boys. I don't know if you're familiar with this. It's back ways. <laughs> uh, but in the story, it was about they were trying to find out who the bank robbers were, right? Who are the bank robbers? And they're investigating the bank robbery. And I thought, you know, we don't hear that much about bank robbery anymore because now every single one of us in this room, our, most of our wealth is built into a digit on a computer, right? It's digitized, but... And now there can be someone in Russia on a computer that can break in and steal all your wealth, right? And your identity. They don't have to go in with a gun into a bank and hold it up. Now everything can be taken. Even your identity can be completely stolen in this life. And in a way, another game we like to play is Monopoly. All the money you have is Monopoly money in the end, right? All the money you have is Monopoly money in the end because it all is going to just become nothing, right? Just a piece of paper that is left behind for those who come after you. And so Jesus is trying to give perspective that, look, there's going to be a temptation. And believe me, in their time, the temptation was, uh, let's get food and shelter. <laughs> now, those were the things they could accumulate. For us, think about all the options you have this morning, all the things you can treasure, all the things you can invest in. We live in an unparalleled time. 
where we can invest and, and make things treasures in our hearts, in our lives, that we focus in on and say, I have to have this, I have to have this, and our hearts are built into that. And so Jesus is saying, do not, do not store up things here on earth where moth destroys and where thieves break and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroy and where thieves do not break in or steal. And so this, is the, this kind of begs the question this morning. The question is, what is heaven's currency? If I'm not supposed to invest, because it's really easy for me to think, all right, I want to have you know, a, a big retirement fund. I want to be able to, to have a lot of things. And it's easy for me to live in that paradigm. It's easy for me to live in the life game where it's take the next step and hopefully this is a wise investment and move forward. If I'm going to invest in, in heaven's currency, what does that mean? How can you and I invest in heaven? Because that's what Jesus is teaching to these people. He's saying, look, don't try to invest here on earth. Invest in heavenly things. And as you think about that, what would be the answer that you would give? If someone asked you, what is heaven's currency, what would you say? What comes to your mind? What do you think about when you think about heaven's currency? As I thought about it, and I tried to take the whole scope of what the Bible teaches about God and Jesus, I realized that <clears throat> we're told God spoke the universe into existence. We're told that creation doesn't really cost God anything. It's very simple for him. He has no limitations when it comes to creation, right? We're really only told one thing that cost Jesus something, that cost God something, Right? only thing that cost God something was the cross. The only thing that, that God paid for with a sacrifice, with giving of himself because he found value in something else, when he found value in us, is the cross. And so when I think about that, then the currency in heaven is people. The currency in heaven is people because God values people. And so as I look at this, I begin to realize if I want to treasure heavenly things, I have to find out what God treasures and God treasures people. And so for me to invest in heavenly currency, I'm called to invest in people and to care about people. And that me building that within me that I want to store up some treasure, um, I don't earn my way into heaven, but I can also make an impact on this world that reflects heaven. And that's the treasure that I'm allowed to connect in through Christ, through sacrifice, through caring, through, through investing in the people around me and the things around me. God treasures people. And this is tough, isn't it? It's a lot easier to live the life game, right? It's a lot easier to say, how much can I accumulate and then cash in at the end? But Jesus is saying, if you're going to be my follower, and this is where I would give the distinction this morning. If you're here as a guest, I'm so glad you're here. But the distinction here is um, to be a follower of Christ, you receive his salvation, and then he calls you to walk in that. And part of walking in that is treasuring what he treasures, and he treasures people. And so it's this distinction. If you want to come to Christ, you need to know that following Christ means that you're going to have a new outlook on people and things and treasure. 
And if you are following Christ, then it's this high standard he calls us to. He doesn't make it easy, right? He says, I'm calling you to this high standard of caring about people, that you're patient and you're kind and you're generous and you're willing to invest in people's lives and into things that make a difference and and that reflect my my love and, and sharing me with others. And so this morning, if you want to invest, if you want to be generous, this whole month has been about how do I be generous. It has to come from a place where I care about the things that God cares about and what God cares about is people. And then he goes around to verse 21. <clears throat> he says, "Where for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Where your treasure is, there will be your heart also. And this is the part of this morning that I really want to step on your toes because I want to step on my own toes. I want this to be uncomfortable just for a moment. Right? I want this to be really uncomfortable. Because we could sit there and say, well, um, what does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? What does it mean to treasure what God treasures, treasure people? What does it mean to, to live this out? How do, I, how do I invest my life so I have a generous life? Right? With my life, my gifts, my treasures. There's this really interesting story in Luke chapter 18 where a very rich young ruler comes to Jesus. And he says, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus basically says to him, well, what do you think? And have you obeyed these rules of loving your neighbor as yourself and, 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 and not stealing or committing adultery? He says, yes, I've kept these since I was a child. And then Jesus comes back to him and says, great, you did it. You're on. You're good. He says, no. There's one thing you lack, meaning one thing you do not have that you need to have. And he says, I want you to sell everything you have. Give it to the poor. And he adds something that's really interesting. You should go back and check it out. He says, so you will have treasure in heaven. He says, give it all up. Because what's owning your heart isn't me. What's owning your heart, what your treasure is, is not me. And this morning, many of you have been in negotiations where you negotiate something. And my encouragement to you this morning is when you come to the table and you're sitting here and you're thinking, am I generous with my treasure? Am I generous with my wealth? Am I generous with my stuff? It all, it doesn't, the money means nothing. Do you know what really matters? Is your heart. And so here's what it looks like. It looks like, okay, here's my phone. It has my calendar in it. It has my schedule in it. It has my life in it, Right? It has pictures of my family in it. It has my entertainment. When I come to Christ and I say I want to be generous with my heart, I want to be generous with me, is it off the table? Right? Is it on or off the table? Is this on or off the table? Am I willing to say, I'm I'm going to give this, I'm going to give this to you, Jesus. Because you're my heart. And you're my treasure. This is my house keys and my car keys. Are they on the table? Are they on the table? Is Jesus my heart to the place where everything... Is on the table. 
This is my wallet. Is it on the table? Where my treasure is, my heart will be also. Do you know what happened with the rich young ruler? He said, sorry, Jesus. That's off the table. And we're told that he walked away sad. Because when it really came down to it, when it really came down to it, his heart was not open to Christ. This morning, as you, you hear this message about treasure and being generous, you can get side-pathed on all these different things. Well, the church always wants money, whatever it is. I would say forget giving to the church right now. Forget all of that. And just ask yourself, what is not on the table? What are you not willing to submit over to Christ? Because to be a follower of Jesus, to be a follower of Jesus, to love him with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength, the only thing that shouldn't be on this table is him. The only thing that should be non-negotiable as a Christ follower is your relationship to Christ. The only thing that should not be on the table for negotiation is your walk with Jesus Christ. And every Sunday we meet, and every Wednesday when you're in your group or Tuesday or whenever you meet, it keeps coming back to this question. It keeps coming back to this question. What matters most to you? What defines your life? Generosity only comes from a place of greatness. A greatness greater than me, a greatness greater than you, it comes from Christ. And for you to be generous with your time, then you have to be focused on someone who's the creator of time. When you want to be generous with your gifts, you have to be uh, connected to the gift giver. If you want to be generous with your treasure, he has to be your treasure. Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. What owns your heart right now? What owns your heart? What is the greatest treasure in your life? As we look at this, I would encourage you that, that you would... You, you and I consider the fact that generosity is not about my money, it's about my heart. Generosity is not about your money, it's about your heart. And so I want to give you then, okay, that's the hard part, right? I stepped on my toes. I stepped on my own toes, right? That was rough. Mike, where's your heart? Talk, don't preach it unless you're willing to live it. So what's the action? That's the bad news, okay. But there's some really awesome news. There's some really amazing news. That his treasure is better than all the other treasures. Right? Once you get him as your treasure, it's better than all the other treasures. 
And so here's my encouragement to you. Let's say you're here this morning and you're just visiting, you're just a guest, you're checking out church. Um, this isn't part of your life yet. And that's my prayer for you, that it's yet. And so I would say for you, the next step, if you want to treasure Jesus in your heart and, and you don't want a, a life, board game type life, but you want a Christ-centered life where his treasure is your treasure, then I would encourage you to be an initial giver of your time. Be an initial giver. Say, all right, I've come here once to hear this message. Um, how then can I take another step? Maybe this week you just need to, one day this week you just need to open the Bible. Maybe look at the, the book of John. Maybe just one day this week you just need to open and read it a little bit. Maybe you set five minutes apart this week and you say, I haven't done this. Uh, I'm not, this is not part of my routine. It's not part of my rhythm. But I'm going to commit five minutes this week to reading the Bible. Maybe, maybe you're not involved here in a group or you don't have any, any place where you're in a, a group of people, Sunday school, life group, where you can invest and learn and grow together. Maybe this week you just look and see what's available. Maybe this week you just look and see where can I plug in? Where can I have friends that encourage me in my faith? Maybe serving isn't part of your life. Maybe you're, you, you look and you say, I don't really help anyone other than myself. And I, want to, I know that's probably not the right thing. And I want to take a step in the right direction. I want to treasure what, what God treasures. And so um, this week I want to start looking into ways I can invest my life in serving someone other than myself. And maybe you just need to make an initial gift somewhere. Maybe there's something that you know that's been in your heart that you know I should have given to, I should have invested in, that was about helping others and, and, and sharing Jesus or whatever it is, and I need, to, I need to at least put something there. And maybe this is your starting point this morning. I don't know where your starting point is, but I'm telling you that this is an amazing journey and that when you uh, dive in and say, God, I want your treasure to be my treasure, the treasure is much better than you can imagine. And so maybe you're not there. Maybe the next step for you is to be more consistent in your life. Maybe you need to commit this week to having three or four days where you're studying scripture, where you're going through something that's organized and planned and saying, I want to grow and I want to invest in scripture and I want to start praying regularly. So maybe one or two days this week, I'm going to set aside to pray and begin that journey of prayer in my life. Or maybe this week you, you're going to say, look, I haven't been going to the group that, I, that I've connected with. And I need to reconnect into that group. And so I need to take that next step and start treasuring the things that God treasures. And maybe you just need to say, I need, I need to be committed to my gifts, to whatever God trusts me with. And I'm willing to give that back to, to reinvest in what he's doing. Maybe that's the step you need to take this morning. Maybe you need to be an intentional giver. You need to prioritize it. Maybe right now, um, your time with God alone and being with other believers and worshiping is, is like 10th on the list. Maybe for you to treasure what God treasures, you need to move that up on the priority list and start saying, no, this was priority over those other things. That When it comes down to it, I want my treasure to be greater than, not equal or less than these other things. Maybe you need to be more committed to a group. Maybe you need to be more committed 
to serving in our community, serving within the life of the church. Maybe you need to take that next step and say, I need to commit every week that I'm going to give of myself, both my time, my energy, and my finances, so that the kingdom can grow. Part of prioritizing is planning. Have you ever sat down, and this is so big, you want to talk about talk, standing on somebody's toes, you want to talk about feeling really uncomfortable, go ahead and look at every penny you've spent, and then say, does this show who I am? That's stepping on your toes, that's stepping on my toes, right? Look at every penny you've spent, and think about why did I spend that penny? And what does that say about me? Prioritizing just means I look at it, I get honest, I deal with the hard part about it, and then I make a plan to move forward in a healthy way. But the hard part is that looking at it the first time and being honest with myself, wait a minute, that's not what I believe, that's not who I am, that's not what I want to be. I need a new plan. I need to prioritize this. Maybe you've done all those things and you're saying, that's where I am, and, and I feel that you know God's doing these great things. And I know the deeper you get into this, it, it's, it's impossible not to sense God working and moving in your life and your heart. Maybe you need to get to the point of sacrificial giving. Will you actually change your lifestyle because of your treasure? You actually change your lifestyle because of your treasure. We're told also that, that Jesus gives this parable where he compares uh, someone finding a treasure in a plot of land. That they go and sell everything they have so that they can buy the plot of land. Or it's like a great pearl that is found that they sell everything so they can have the pearl. That, that there is this idea of giving up things I have so that I can truly have the treasure that God has for me. And maybe this morning for you, you need to give something up. You need to sacrifice something so that the treasure can manifest itself in a greater way in your life. Maybe you need to sacrifice so that you can worship deeper. You can, you can lead a group. You can champion groups. You can serve in new ways. You can start new ways for serving within this church or within our community. And you can uh, give up things so that you can give more. And finally, legacy giver. If you were to map out your whole life, if you were to map out your whole life, what do you want that story to be? I'm telling you, when I, when I look at my life, sometimes I think I'm a pastor and I'm still on the, the life game map. Right? I'm still living in the life game. Why am I in the life game? Why is my treasure not the things of God? And I think one of the amazing things about us coming together every Sunday and you getting in your group is that you stop and think about, oh yeah, I'm writing the story of my life. And there's going to be an ending. And my life is going to be a story. And what do I want that story to be? Who do I want to offer that story? Do I want to end my life as someone that's, that's seen as generous with my time, generous with my talents, generous with my serving, generous with everything because the kingdom is what mattered? 
What do I want people to say? He, he was very good at getting things for himself. He was very good at living for himself. My prayer for everyone in this room, for our church, and for the big church of the whole world, is that we would catch fire in this area. That we would not settle for being an initial giver, a consistent giver, an intentional giver, or sacrificial giver, or a legacy giver, but that we would push in our own hearts and our lives, that we would demonstrate to the world what really matters. Because I'm telling you, as I live out in this world, not very many people look at the church and see what we treasure. Not very many people look at the church and see what we treasure. Because when they look at the church, they see what God treasures. And they should sense that. And so I can look and condemn or I can look and transform. Are you willing this morning to make Jesus your number one treasure? To submit it all to him? Because I'm telling you, I can't imagine, you can't imagine what it's going to look like when that becomes reality in our lives. What would it look like? The thing you treasured the most was your relationship with Christ. As we close in prayer, this is not a guilty sermon. This is not a, hey, I'm trying to make you feel bad. This is like when I go to the gym and I'm like, man, I am out of shape. <laughs> it's okay to acknowledge that we're not where we want to be. What's not okay is keep moving forward in the same way without changing. So here it is. What will I do with it? What will we do with it? Let's pray. Father, I thank you for your love and your grace and your mercy and how we don't have to earn your love. We don't have to earn anything that you are uh, abundantly giving to us in this amazing way. And Lord, I just pray that you would inspire us this morning, that we can treasure you in, in such a profound way that it changes everything. And Lord, I pray that you would guide our hearts, guide our minds. If there's someone here this morning, Lord, they're just, if something is happening right now, I pray, Lord, that you would bring that fulfillment, that they would treasure you with everything they have. And Lord, I pray that you would guide us as a church, that people would see what we truly treasure here. Lord, I thank you for the, the commitment you made to us by coming to this earth, sacrificing and paying for us. Lord, I pray that we would be open to the calling you have in our lives. Lord, thank you for your love. Thank you for grace. Thank you that you even offer us this opportunity to treasure you this way. Help us not to miss out on the beautiful treasure that is you. In Jesus' name, amen.